0: Jesus, God Almighty, I want to thank you, God, that it's day 30 of this month. Wow, God. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. Please help us to see through your eyes and hear your voice and just walk with you. In Jesus' name. Hello brothers and sisters, it's day 30. Wow, um, I don't know how many days this month I've missed, honestly speaking. I think um, podcast wise, we've only had about like 15 days, if like we've had that many, um, about 15 episodes, but I've actually named the episodes based on the date. So maybe sometime in the near future, I'm going to record all the other days because there is content for those days. And I do hope you also prayed as I did pray during the days when there were no devotional um, recordings on the podcast. But the next two days, um, today being the 30th and tomorrow being the 31st, um, the next two days are basically for reflections. Well, I wanted to do declarations today, and reflections tomorrow, but I think I will do reflections today and declarations tomorrow because I think it's important that I share the word that's in my heart um, today, and then we'll carry on tomorrow. So at this point, I would just be like, okay, take some time and pray, but I would actually want you to pray at the end today. And I won't be sharing, um, today's scriptures, but I will just be sharing from my heart what God has been saying. I will link some scriptures in the description or mention some as I'm going, um, because there are some references, um, that I will be sharing. But yeah, so... Thank you, Father, that we can just spend this time together and really just learn from you and grow together. And thank you for carrying us so far. And yeah, I thank you, Father, for, for everything. Thank you for every lesson, every week. I pray that we would be different, um, that we would be different, that our lives would be different um, because of this experience. And I honor you for all of that in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. So yes, um, reflections. So yesterday I was busy walking. I'll start here. Yesterday I was walking. Um, I went to some places about like I don't know. It's maybe it's like a K away. Excuse me if I cough. I'm really really like feeling fluish. <clears throat> so if I cough, it's because I just ate like cereal with cold milk and I'm feverish already. But anyway. Oh, let's say yesterday I walked to a place that's like I don't think it's a K, I think it's like maybe like half a K or like 800 m- um, meters or something. 800 is that the right under a kilometer anyway? It's a bit far, the right, it's a bit far. So I went there. Um, there's a shop, um, I went to the shop and I was walking back and was walking very fast, and then I was like i was I was almost like breathing hard because I'm very unfit at this point, um and then I'm like, and I literally like woke up, brushed my teeth, and went right, so I was still very much sleepy, but it was beautiful weather, and like everything, so it was really nice, but anyway, so I was walking back, and I was walking so fast, and I'm like. Breathing and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh, I'm so unfit. But at some point I was like, let me just slow down because I'm not hurrying for anything. It's not like, because I already got into the shop, then now I'm just on my way home. And then I felt like God was saying that sometimes we are walking at the right pace. I believe that this is an accelerated season, right? I believe it's a season where things will happen fast for a lot of people in a lot of different areas. Um, that's like the first declaration for tomorrow. Um, acceleration, let me actually be writing these things down. Um, acceleration, but yeah. So, um, that's the first thing that God was talking to me about that you can't slow life down at this point. Like you are, you, there's, there's already momentum that's being built in heaven and on earth. Um, but what is important is that actually, um, like when I used to jog, when my brother, I used to jog with my brother and he used to say to me that you build momentum as you go, like you start off slowly. And then you grow and grow and grow in speed. But the, the faster you then go, the more momentum you build, right? So you actually get into the rhythm of running. The The longer you run and the faster then you start to run. I don't know if that makes sense um, to anybody. But the longer you go, the more, 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 more momentum you build. So God was saying to me that instead of, um, getting tired, that, that's why the scripture in, um, the book of Isaiah, I believe it's, um, 4031, it says, um, those who wait upon the Lord, shall mountain wings as eagles, they will run and not grow weary, they will walk and they will, they will walk and they won't faint, yeah, so what basically God was saying is that the more you walk with me, the more you do something, it's, you are meant to grow stronger, you are meant to become fitter, you are meant to, you know, it's, you're not supposed to be getting tired when you're walking in purpose. Yes, you can get tired, but you don't grow tired. Does that make sense? God was saying to me that you don't grow weary. Even if when you start off, you're a bit tired, you're a bit woozy, you think you like breathing hard, like, you know, you don't grow tired. You actually grow stronger. You can start tired, but you're not supposed to get, you, you're not supposed to, um, you, you're not supposed to be growing tired. Do you understand? Like your tiredness is not supposed to progress as the more you go, the faster you then go, the more momentum you then build. You're actually supposed to become stronger and not weaker. And I believe that that's what God was unpacking about that scripture in the book of Isaiah to me that, no, it's actually not a time for you to slow down. No, it's actually not a time for you to, you know, to give up. It's not a time for you to sit down or to take a break because you know, I've been, and I get to that point of being wanting to take a break from life. <laughs> um, but it's not time for, Ooh. You know when God ambushes you in the middle of your own speech? Because I was not ready for that. Like, I was not ready for that. It's not time for you to take a break, part. It literally just hit me right now what that means for me personally. But anyway, so God was saying it's not time for you to take a break. Instead, you know, what we usually do as Christians is we would be chasing after God and there's so many songs like I'm working hard to follow you I'll forever be chasing after you you know like all those songs they're beautiful but that's not God's desire we're not supposed to forever be chasing we're supposed to start off following God and then we're actually at some point supposed to walk with God you know, when you are a new believer, you are following God. Or oh, God is leading you and you're following him, right? You are, you are the sheep and he's the shepherd. He's walking before you and you're following. But the word says those who are born of the Spirit are supposed to walk, keep in step with the Holy Spirit. So you are basically holding hands with the Holy Spirit and walking with God. So, yeah, I think... Let's, let's make that the second declaration for tomorrow, um, walking with God and not after God, you know? It's, it's very important for me that that's a very important lesson because I've always, I don't know, I've always believed God. <laughs> and I was saying this to a friend and I was saying that's actually almost a weakness because I literally believe God, right? Like when he says something, I literally believe him. But I, I think at some point I would be like wanting to even go ahead of God because, oh God, I believe you. Okay, let's run, you know, let's go. But God is like, no, like chill out especially when he's giving a word, right? The Bible says that the word is bread to the eater, excuse me, and seed to the sower. And God actually wants us to have strength, right? So he'll give you a whole word. And in that moment, he's saying, don't bury the bread and eat the seed. In that moment, he's saying, take the seed and plant it. But guess what? You're going to be needing to tend to that seed over time. And while you're waiting for the fruits of that word, you're going to get hungry. So you need the bread as well. And you also don't want to rush and eat all the bread at the same time. And you know what I mean? So there's a process to how God does things. But actually, like with me, what I would then do I will plant shame. Like God has taught me enough for me to just plant. Like I will believe him at his word. I'll plant. I'll, I'll run. Like I will run. And this is something that my brother also used to warn me. He was like, don't start. Don't start basically at the speed that you're going to end on. like, Pace yourself, build up your momentum, right? Eat your bread in slices. What I would do is I'd make a bunny chow. (laughs) Like I literally, God would give me a word and I'd make a bunny chow and I'm eating quarter of the bread on the spot. And he's like, but you're not that hungry. Like you are not that hungry. You're gonna need this bread. You're gonna need the strength to be renewed. You can't start the way you're gonna finish. Build up your pace. Build up your momentum. You're going to get extremely exhausted if you start running as fast as you want to be running eventually. Start slowly and let your body grow stronger and build momentum instead of actually growing weary and growing tired. So that's the other thing that we need to kind of um recognize bread and seed, right? and and also kind of be kind of eat in eat in 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 i don't know how to how to put this but kind of kind of follow God's process, right? Eat in moderation. You don't want to be like, okay, God is saying I should get married. So now I'm going to, um, sell all my stuff. um going to go buy a dress. I'm going, do you understand? Like it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Lol. It really don't work like that. Trust. But anyway, um, the next thing that I want us to, 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 to talk about, so that's the, the thing that God was really telling me yesterday. Um and even as I was walking, God was telling me about um the the, 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 the lady the the widow, not the extra old widow, but the Elisha widow, the wid- Elijah widow. Was it Elijah? Yeah. Elisha is the Elisha is the prophet who has the extra oil. <laughs> Widow, um, I don't know how to explain that. So, in the Bible, there, there were two major prophets quite early on Elijah and Elisha. Um, Elisha is Elijah's mentee, um, Elijah was basically a prophet, and he is the prophet to prophesy that there wouldn't be rain, right? Um, And when he prophesied that, it wasn't necessarily because God told him to say there won't be rain. He said that because it was in alignment with what God had warned during Moses' days. Let me give you a backdrop. So when God gave the Ten Commandments to Moses, he said, if they... if you break this these laws when you get to the promised land. There will not be rain, right? Um, no dew will fall on your don't don't So, um, Elijah is now living in the promised land, I believe. And then he sees this king who's doing the most wretched of things, and he's like, "No ways would there be rain if we do the things that God said would cause us to have a drought." And best believe, a drought there was. Um, and in that moment, um, God first led him to a brook, which is like a like a but not like a stream, like a small dam, like a tiny lake. <laughs> in my head, I see it like that, but I see it very small. I don't know why I see very small but anyway um God led him to that place um and then from there God fed him right while the drought was busy starting out the drought lasted three years but what what I'm getting at is um the the, the part of the widow so now God says to him when the brook dries out because until there's no rain there is nothing filling it up so God says then to him go and I will basically provide for you where you're going and god then leads him to a widow who has a son um a small son a young son and he then what's this um god like elijah says to the widow he finds her gathering sticks right and then he says to her um and then she goes into a house or whatever. Maybe he asks for water, I think. Um and then she gets into the house to give him water. In a drought, by the way. Um she gets into the house to give him water and then he says, Oh, while you in there, please make me a small cake or make me a cake because I did hunger. Um <laughs> I'm hungry. And then she's like, yo, I don't have enough food for all that because I just have like one cup of flour and a little bit of oil that I'm going to make the food that my son and I will eat just before we die. Basically, she's like, at this point, I've prayed for a miracle. I've tried all that I could. Um, I've, I've really done my best, but I am surrendering to God. But what, what stood out for me and the rest is a miracle, but we're not dwelling on that today. What stood out for me is the fact that this widow was gathering sticks, right? And this is something, if you know me personally, I even wrote a song about this story. I wrote a a poetry track about it. Like I named my whole album, Heavy Rain. So this scripture is literally like my life. I, I I get so much life from it. I think one day I'm going to write a book on First Kings chapter 18. Like I'm I'm just like, I'm going to write a book titled Heavy Rain God Willing Someday. Because there's just so much wisdom that God has given me. So much revelation that I have from this scripture alone in the Bible. From this story in the Bible. Anywho... Um, back to the reflections, why are we talking about this, so as I said, like, if you know me, you know that this is my thing, but I've never really seen um, the angle that God was showing me yesterday, even as I was walking, and you were saying to me that she was out there doing, Right, because I was initially I was wondering like, oh wow, she must have been the first person to plant something on the ground because the prophet left her house to go announce the rain. So I'm pretty sure he didn't just wake up and be like, okay, thank you for all the food for two years. I'm gone, deuces. I'm pretty sure he was like, God has given me a word that the rain is coming. And I'm going to deliver it to the king. So that would have given her the opportunity to be the only person in the whole nation to plant something on the ground because she knew that, hey, when this man showed up, I was ready to die. But now I've been fed for all these years and, and basically like, I need to believe what he says God has told him. So. That usually used to be my stance when I think about this woman. But yesterday God was showing me, um, and I'm going to get to how this applies to us. Okay. I know this is already a very long, um, devotional, but I'm just going to let, let it be. Um, yeah, she was, she was ready to die first. But she wasn't sitting because, you know, it it would have been okay for her to just be like, you know what? My son and I are going to die. So what's the point? Right. Like we're going to die. So because she had already made peace with the fact that they were going to die. So she could have just been like, you know what, my child, we are going to die. So let's just sit in the house, hug each other, love on each other. Praise God. You know what I mean? What's the point of me even making this last meal because we're going to die anyway. That would have been a possibility of a a stance that she could have had. Or she could have just been like, you know what? Since we're going to die, why do I even want to cook this food? I could just mix the water and the flour. We drink that because, look, we're going to die. What's the point of having a proper meal? Or she could have eaten that meal yesterday and wanted to die a day earlier. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are so many signs that this woman was, had made peace with that she could die, but she was actually expecting life because she went around gathering sticks, right? She, she made the, she took the initiative to do something. She went, she was, she was waiting while moving. She was waiting on the move. And God was really saying to me that that's exactly what we've been doing this past month. We've been waiting on the move. We've been gathering the sticks that would actually create the foundation of our miracles. We've been gathering the sticks that would make the fire that actually you know, like produces a miracle. The widow with the extra oil that I was mentioning with Elisha, she had to pay off a debt or they would have taken her sons. And the prophet said to her, what do you have? And she said, I have a little bit of oil. And the prophet said, go, right? Go and gather, go and gather bottles from your neighbors. Borrow as many bottles as you can and keep on pouring the oil into all the bottles until they're done. And she then had whatever she was gathering, her movement was the basis of her. It was the basis of her miracle. And as much as she had gathered, that's how much she poured into. So even as we are coming to a close with this challenge, I realized that a lot of times challenges arise for me personally, when I decide I'm going to be grateful challenges arise so even this lady maybe she wasn't even gathering for sticks she was actually looking for wood right maybe she went out looking for help maybe she went to her neighbors to ask for some food or whatnot and all she could find was sticks do you understand what I'm saying so I feel I feel like that somehow with this challenge that I sought out to have like a full-blown 30-day challenge like praying non-stop, praying without ceasing, sharing it with you and everything. But the moment we got yo, the moment we got to the week of gratitude, if I can tell you how many challenges I have faced, like even my health, if you can hear me, it's really, really not that great. But I know for a fact that all the sticks that we have gathered today, all the sticks we have gathered to date. Throughout this challenge, that's going to be the basis of our miracle. That's not even what I had on script, like honestly, and that's going to be our our other um, declaration, our sticks that we've gathered, and also just the rain. Because the rain is very an important declaration and I'm gonna lead us through a declaration prayer tomorrow. And there's something else I wanted us to do for today's task. So I'm gonna share the task with you quickly, then we're gonna pray. And I would really like for you to pray and just continue praying even after this episode ends. Because honestly speaking, there's so many miracles that God wants us to have. And the last thing that I want us to share on this before I go into the task is that God God actually said to me that even as much as one world can have four seasons at the same time, so do we in our lives, right? Like, of course, it's either winter or summer right now, wherever you are. What's our season now? January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. I think we go into spring in like two days. Um, it's gonna be spring over here, and it's gonna be fall or autumn somewhere else in the world but even as though even even though that that is so you will find places that are cold you'll find places that are hot find places that are windy you'll find places that are blooming at every single point of the year i would even go as far as saying even in south africa alone you will find signs of the four seasons everywhere and every province has a different mandate for each season. In Limpopo when it's winter they just go indoors, perhaps maybe, I don't know what they do in winter, honestly speaking, because their crops, like I know with my grandmother in Pumalanga, let me talk about Pumalanga, I know with my grandmother in Pumalanga, in February, March February is harvest, so January, Feb is harvest. Um and then in March they will start cleaning the yards, right? They'll start cleaning the like farm spaces. It will be extremely clean. Um and it will literally become like it will become like the yard yard, right? Um, in around March, April. And then in like around March, April, May um they literally eating they're still eating what they had harvested, but they're also eating the dries, um, the dried versions of that. So in, in January, February, there will be harvesting and they will be eating and preserving, right? They will be preserving seed and preserving food for the winter and eating the fresh produce. And then in winter, they're basically enjoying the dried. Um, part of the things, right? And then winter ends in spring, it begins to rain, then they start to cultivate the land and start planting. I think they start planting in, in summer, in December, November, December. So in spring, they're cultivating the land, they're preparing the land basically because it's starting to rain. Um, they're preparing the land for the next um, crop. And they would then plant and then... Um, It grows like November, they plant. December, January, Feb, they are harvesting. All this to say that that is the Mpumalanga cycle. Whereas in the Western Cape, winter is the time to be planting. Okanye like in March, that's when they plant stuff like grapes and stuff like that, they thrive in the winter. There are winter crops the side of the world, whereas in summer, it's maybe the time when they would do the wine tastings and all that, which is they're they basically enjoying what I said, the dried, um, the preserved um, harvest, whatever they preserve during harvest time, they're enjoying while other people are planting same country, same season, right? But different things are being done. And I felt that God was saying to me that every area of your life does not always align season wise. You can be planting in your finances that is going to study or whatnot. And you can be reaping in your relationships. That's why I don't believe when people say, oh, I'm waiting to graduate before I get married. Like, if that's your season, sis, bro, that's your season, right? You can be reaping there or you can be thriving financially and you need to be planting relationally. And you can then be enjoying the fruit of your labor in your family. Or do you understand what I mean? So every single area of your life has a diff- could be in a different season. And don't allow the winter of one season, of one area, to affect the summer of another. But even if you are in the same climate or in the same weather all around, do not allow the rest in one area to to allow to spoil the harvest in another area. You need to be able to recognize the different seasons, and that takes me to today's task. For today's task, um, I, this is not quite easy, but I hope that this is something that you can really make time to do. I want you to um, get it in A4 page or A3 page, um, A4 at least, and on there, I want you to draw like four blocks. So just a line, um, a, a vertical line in the middle of the page. Um, excuse me and a horizontal line in the middle of the page so it's like a cross like a plus sign um, in the middle of the page and that will give you four blocks right on one block I want you to write summer and the second block I want you to write autumn and then third block winter and the fourth block spring right and I want you to um, I want you to think about the things that, that in you feel, the areas in your life where you feel. So under summer, I want you to write harvest, right? Under autumn, I want you to write, um, I want you to write rest. I don't know if I want you to write rest, but I think under autumn, I want you to, in winter, I want you to write rest, right? Okay, summer, harvest, winter, rest, spring, planting, and, um, autumn pruning so i'm gonna say that again so i'm gonna literally write it on my page because i want i want to also do the same so we're drawing four blocks right so summer we call and then you can even write it in inverted commas, not inverted commas in um in brackets next to summer you can write harvest and then next to winter you can write rest and then next to autumn or fall you can write um pruning and then when you get to spring you can write um planting and I want you to, to sit with God, right? And like I said, different climates, different seasons, different things happen, right? So you don't necessarily need to be resting in winter if you're in a certain province. But let's not be technical about it. Let's um, technically put the different seasons in those things. And I want you to sit with God and write the different areas of your life where you think they fall in, right? So for instance, if you are really like ripping off, All that you've sown financially, you can put finances under summer. If your relationships are a bit cold, or you feel a bit disconnected in the season, or any of that, you can just put another winter, um... Oh no, you can put it under pruning. Um, if you feel a bit disconnected in a certain area. Put it under pruning if you feel like your friends are falling off, um, or maybe your job is not that great, you don't understand, put it under pruning. But the areas where you just have peace, right? Um, perhaps maybe this is um in your romantic relationship, you you don't see it as a harvest season, you don't see it as a hardship season, you don't even see it as a planting season, it's just like a a mellow season, like when you just mellow, maybe in your career, it's just going to your job. If there's really nothing wrong there, put it under winter, let it be a resting, put it under the resting, um, category. And then where you feel like you're like, I'm really doing the most here. Maybe you can even put your spirituality there because I mean, we've been planting through this so you can put like prayer life on there and everything else. And that's today's task. And I hope that this will help you as you go forward. And that's that for today. I was going to actually do like an elaborate prayer, but I think we can leave that for tomorrow. Um, I'm just thankful to God for the time that you take to be here and thank you for be really be walking with me. Even if you're listening to this way after August 2021, I really thank God that you took the time to walk through this. And I really hope that the task that we do today can be a foundation for what you will be doing with God after this challenge. I want you to then intentionally start looking at what um God would have you do. And I'm going to share a little bit tomorrow, but I really don't want tomorrow's session to be like a talk session. I want it to kind of be like a, a prayer time where we declare and just thank God and just really have our amen moment and celebrate our victory. So, yeah, do that. Write it down and really just ask God, like, God, what would you have me do? Right. Um, Where it's, it's harvest. How do I harvest different crops are harvested differently some things you need help with some things you don't so yeah some things you just dig when there's no tree there's no sign of anything but some things you pick from a tree so I just really want you to to pursue a deeper relationship with God and continue looking for extra oil in the different areas even in winter like I was looking at um I was looking at like what farmers do in winter and someone said, or when it rains, rather I said when it rains and someone said in an article that that's the time to do admin. That's the time to learn. That's time to visit friends. That's the time you get what I mean. It's the time to do everything that you can't do when you're too busy to do them. So yeah, reach out to God and hear from God, what would you, what would he have you do in the different seasons? Maybe I will do another content, um, thing. I don't know. But what I do know for a fact is I want to go on a journey of gratitude. Because the attack that I had when I was being grateful last week was really just so real. And it showed me how important gratitude is. So, yeah, you can follow me on social media at KD underscore I think I'm going to take the month of September to just share some, um, grateful um quotes like what i'm grateful for and all that but yeah otherwise i'll see you tomorrow and god bless you yeah thank you father for this time i pray that you'd be with every one of us as we do what you would have us do speak to us father in jesus name amen Mm -hmm.